Hi, and welcome to Beyond Breakthroughs, where we discuss everything related to business growth, spirituality, manifestation, and all things universal laws. I'm your host, Adele Tevlin, founder and creator of the CEO Blueprint, helping women create massive abundance in their life and business on their terms, free from burnout with absolutely no grinding over here. Let's get into today's episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to this week's podcast episode. I am really excited about this episode because, as always, it's something that I've been talking about a lot in my classes and teaching, and something I see that shows up for people the minute they go towards their goal and they start to make progress. They start to make progress. You know, Napoleon Hill in Think and Grow Rich, which I, it's a book I adore and I teach in, in one of my programs. He talks about this idea of people stopping three feet from gold, that, you know, we're so close to the goal. We're so close to hitting, having the breakthrough and we stop, we stop. And what's worse is we stop and then we create stories and excuses and justifications. And it's all of that. That's like this tangled web that we weave, but there's a real psychological, um, construct at play here. It's kind of like, I like to call it the machinery. And that machinery is the title of this podcast, which is our sabotaging patterns or our sabotaging strategies. We each have a sabotaging pattern that's very intricate. It's very detailed. It's very ingenious and it's at play or it gets set, set, it gets set off rather whenever we're going towards something that we want something that means something to us. So let's dive in, shall we? And I will explain more about this as we go. So let's recap a couple things. We never want to forget the primary role of the subconscious mind, which is to keep us alive, safe, and the same. I'm going to say that again. The primary function of the subconscious mind is to keep us alive, safe, and the same. The other function is procreation. So those are the two modes, the two reasons for being of the subconscious mind to keep us safe, alive, and the same, and procreation. Nowhere in that is the subconscious mind looking for expansion, growth, possibility, quantum leaps. No, that doesn't exist in the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is about pattern recognition. It's about doing the pattern it knows, not doing the pattern you say you want. I'll repeat that. It's about doing the pattern it knows, not the one that you say you want. It's all about pattern recognition. So that being said, said another way rather, when you're going for something that's new, unchartered territory, for example, let's say you're going for a quantum leap in your business financially, or you know, you're creating something new, an online program, or you're looking, you know, to go after ideal clients or raise your prices, or you're creating something, a new business, or you're starting a family, like whatever it is. The key to understand is it's not currently something that you have. So the thing that you want is something you don't have currently in your in your awareness or in your reality. So the subconscious mind, right? Because it doesn't have a pattern for the thing you want, for example, that amount of money, it deems it as the unknown. And if something is unknown to the subconscious mind, it creates fear around it. 
it actually is like, no, don't go there. Like, eh, 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 like red light alert, right? Like error. Don't go towards that thing. It's not safe. That's what's going on in your subconscious mind. I mean, you're not aware of this. You have no idea that this is going on behind the scenes, maybe up until this conversation. But what's going on subconsciously is when you say you want something, and this is exactly what happened to me when I was going for my quantum leap, when I tripled my income, when I turned my annual into a monthly or a daily income. It was like I had to override, right? The subconscious pattern, the sabotaging pattern that was telling me it wasn't safe to make that amount of money. Now, you might be asking this question, which is a great question to ask. Why wouldn't it be safe to make more money? Why wouldn't it be safe to go for your goal? Why wouldn't it be safe to finally lose those 20 pounds? Why wouldn't it be safe to finally, you know, attract the partner of your dreams and start a family? Why wouldn't it be safe? Now, I want you to think, what's the first thing that comes up to you, for you? For most people, especially when it comes to money and success, because that's the thing that we get so fucked up about, right? Like we have so many stories about money, like I've talked about and I'm going to continue to talk about and success and our true potential. When it comes to the next level of success, why for some of you subconsciously it's not safe is because when you make more money, when you become more successful, when you step out of your comfort zone and go to the next level, you are seen. You are seen, like S-E-E-N. You're seen. You're seen by people. More people are there to notice you. More people are watching your every move and observing you. More people are, you know, like, you know, Oprah Winfrey said this amazing quote in her book where when she, you know, when she was a nobody, so to speak, she'd fall on her face and no one would see. And then when she became a somebody, she'd fall on her face and everybody could see. So subconsciously, your subconscious mind is going, no, it's not safe to want more, have more, be more, because you'll be seen. And if you're seen, you're judged. Or there's the potential to be judged. Right? I mean, you start to make more money, and maybe you start to buy nicer clothes or a different car or you know you start to spend your money in different ways and you've got aunt sue over there in calgary judging you for the way that you're spending your money because it's the opposite to the subconscious story that she has about money or maybe even the generational story that you live with about money you don't want to be seen you don't want to be judged because why human beings crave connection human beings want to be part of a herd this is called herd mentality It's also called the the crabs in the bucket. The minute you start to come up to a higher level, especially than maybe your family of origin, they're going to want to pull you down and you're going to on some level subconsciously want to stay down because you do not want to be judged by the people that you love and you care about. Now you might want to write that down and really let that percolate into your subconscious mind, into your being, because I see this, I work with this every day. It might not be obvious to you, But I promise one of the biggest blocks that you currently have to reaching the next level of success is that you do not want to be different, seen, and judged by people that you care about. Or even people that you don't even know. Because you so desperately want to fit in. You do not want to be abandoned, so to speak. Our core fear is abandonment. So we don't want to lose people in our life by being different. I mean, I went through the same thing. Like As I was shifting and growing and speaking my truth more and 
and like sharing my real gifts and making more money, making more impact. I remember feeling like there were specific people in my life that I was like, I remember being scared that I was going to be judged or that I would be seen as different or that I wasn't the same as I always had been to those people. And so for a while, it kept me a little bit under the radar, right? Like I was just kind of like just incrementally pushing through. And one day, you know, I would say one day, but compounded over time in doing this deeper work, healing my own wounds and my own insecurity and my unworthiness and all that, I was able to go, I'm going to be me. And the people that are going to have a problem with it, judge it, whatever, that's their own stuff getting triggered. That has nothing to do with me. We're just mirrors for each other. I mean, anything that triggers you about someone else is just a mirror pointing to you. That's something happening inside of you. The trigger's happening over there with you. It's pointing to a core wound over there with you. It has nothing to do with the other person. So when I finally got that and I finally believed that and I finally felt into that and I could get behind that, it became a lot easier to be seen. It became a lot easier to put myself out there, you know, being judged or not being judged. I mean, I don't even think about that stuff anymore. I just, I just am me. And I'm sharing my work with the world and I'm sharing what there is for me to share organically. But it took, it took this work to get there, you know? So I always say none of this is by accident, as you know. So how does this relate to our sabotaging pattern? Well, it's, this is exactly how it's related. Every time you are going towards a goal, you have a very intricate program it's kind of like a computer software program like imagine like if you're like a, if you get get how computers work there's a software whether it's microsoft you know 2010 or whatever you've got a program that's been running the show called your sabotaging pattern and what that is is that it's a very intricate detailed step-by-step pattern that gets set off that gets you to do what stop what you are doing stop going towards the goal So let me give you an example for me. So, and this is all backed, by the way, back to childhood, because again, you want to remember the subconscious mind is programmed between the ages of zero and seven. And this is exactly how your subconscious mind got you to stay safe back then. So for me, it was every time I had to do something big or speak at an event, or host an event, or, you know, start a big program, or be seen online, or whatever, I would always either get sick, or get a headache, or a migraine headache, or get tired. And it was so interesting, because when I traced it back to um, childhood, I remember my mom always telling me, or telling other people stories that every time we would have to go on vacation somewhere, I would get sick the night before. It was like my limbic system, right? The fight or flight survival part of me was like, something's not safe about this, shut down system, get sick, whatever. And this followed me all through my entire life up until really, like honestly, a couple years ago until I really figured out the very ingenious nature of this strategy and I started to override it with an overcoming strategy, which I'll talk about. So, when I started to go deeper and observe, like, what is this sabotaging strategy? Like, how does it start? How does it play out? What are, what's exactly at play? So even as I'm talking about, I want you to think to yourself, like, what is one of your ways that you sabotage your success? I mean, it's, it's very clear for most people. For some people, they get a headache. For some people, they get tired. They get overwhelmed. They, they avoid, they procrastinate. 
Think about your specific nature of your subconscious mind and how you will stop yourself. Like you kind of get some progress and then you stop three feet from gold. Something gets set set off in you or in your environment that triggers you to go into your sabotaging pattern or strategy. Why this is so important? I mean, honestly, I think that this was one of the most important things that I learned about myself and overcame because there is no way that you can go to the next level if you don't learn to override the sabotage. So how I see it play out in some of my clients, like I've had them kind of do this exercise in class recently where, you know, they'll draw it out like a map, like a schematic diagram. Like it starts with this, this happens and this happens and this happens. Then I do this and I do that and then I stop. And what's so fascinating is in whatever way it looks, it always starts with something happens. Maybe someone says something to you or posts something nasty on your Instagram or kind of says something that that lets doubt creep into your mind. That's the key. It allows doubt to creep in and doubt is insidious. I always say doubt is the killer of all hopes and dreams. Like the minute you let someone else's doubt get transferred to you, It's their doubt getting transferred to you. Like they're kind of like, how are you going to make money doing that? Or are you sure the market's not saturated or, you know, whatever idea. And you get doubt in your mind, boom, sabotaging strategy gets elicited. So for people, it's like they'll doubt themselves and then they'll like go focus group it and talk to other people about it. They'll get overwhelmed. They'll do this. They'll eat a bag of chips. They'll get tired. They'll sleep. They'll procrastinate. Then they get excuses and justified and da, 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 da. Think about it. It's like a whole sequence of events. So this is a real invitation for you to really start to look, right? Probably listen back to this again. What is my unique flavor of how I sabotage myself? Like, how do I stop myself when I'm starting to make progress? Like, that's the key. You're starting to make progress. Maybe you're a little bit more seen. Maybe you're posting on social media and somebody wrote a nasty comment to you. And all of a sudden, boom, doubt gets infused into your mind. Doubt, insidious doubt. Doubt, then goes confusion, then goes fear. Boom, you stop. But you want to really outline what happens. Like sometimes it starts with a body sensation. You might feel, you know, a tightness in your chest and then you'll get anxious and then maybe you'll go talk to somebody and then maybe this and then maybe you'll drink a bottle of wine or you'll eat a bag of chips and then you zone out in front of Netflix and then like, sound familiar, you know? Like this is how a lot of people do it. And then you'll, and then the next morning you're tired because you didn't sleep well. And that'll be step two of the sabotaging pattern. Like it starts to play out over several days, weeks, months for some people. I mean, I would let my sabotaging pattern prior to this, like take me out for weeks. What is the insidious nature of your own sabotage? Because once you can get that and you see it playing out, then we can in future episodes talk about the overcoming strategy. How do we overcome it? But before we even talk about that, it is so important that you even see that you have a pattern that keeps you stuck. You have a pattern that keeps you small. You have a pattern that keeps you safe because for a lot of people, it feels honestly really unsafe to be seen, especially for women. When I ask my women in my groups, like how many of you are really afraid to be seen? Most of them raise their hands. They don't, they don't think that about themselves. Like it's not obvious or conscious, but when they really think about it, it's the, it's the reason they stop themselves from going to the next level. 
So map out your sabotaging strategy, your, your mechanism for stopping. Once you can see it and really, really see it intricately for what it is, can you not see how you would then be observing it from a different perspective? You would see it for what it is. Your subconscious mind just trying to keep you safe in the same. And if you're trying to stay safe in the same, guys, you're not going to go to your next level because the next level is unknown. It doesn't, there's no pattern for the next level. So if you're trying to be safe, if you're trying to be comfortable, if you're trying to be the same, you'll stay comfortable, safe in the same. But if you want to go for greatness, if you want to go for the quantum leap, if you want to go to the next level of excellence, you're going to have to override the machinery and the mechanism that wants to keep you safe and do something that feels unknown and uncomfortable which is why we always say success is on the other side of your comfort zone. This is the, this is kind of the mechanics behind that. Okay, great. So I hope you found today really insightful. This is a big episode. This is a big deal. I would really have you re-listen and take some time jotting down what I'm telling you to do here, because when you can see it for what it is, it takes the power out of it and you become the one that has the power. All right, everybody, you know what to do. If this was helpful and you feel like someone else in your life is struggling with something like this, please share the love. Tag me on Instagram, repost this, share it in your stories, you know, um, share the love and I will see you in the next episode. Okay, love you guys. Bye. So listen, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And more than anything, what I really want you to know is that you can have whatever your heart desires simply because you exist. You're worthy of having it all. If you thought that today's episode was amazing, I would love for you to share and spread the love by tagging me on Instagram, sharing this episode, and making sure that you leave a five-star review. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes going forward. Have an amazing day.